Hello, people. I am Jenny. And it's Alex here. And together we are the Gods Not Podcast. And I know you guys are thinking, what? You guys are starting a podcast. What's it going to be about? What does that mean? Um, But I think it's been a long time coming, actually. Um, For a while, we've been thinking about doing a podcast. And why not do it now in COVID-19 when we're stuck at home, but together we can reflect and talk and share wisdom with the world by the grace of God. Um, We have three children. Jariah, who is seven, nearly. Um, Zachary, who's four. And Ariana, who is one and is a daddy's girl and loves her dad. Doesn't she, babe? She does indeed. So you can imagine our household is super busy, lots of energy, lots of fun with the boys, lots of play fighting. Yeah, including Alex, by the way. (laughs) Like he... Yeah, you don't want to see my house like running up and down, like chasing him. They're doing higher, higher, all these things. So, but we're used to it. Me and Ariana were just in the corner, like rolling our eyes, like really. But anyway, we've been married for nearly eight years. Um, we've come a long way, babe. And I think the reason why we've called this the God's Not podcast is because the God's Not refers to a scripture, Ecclesiastes four twelve, where the Bible says that a three stranded cord is not easily broken. And as we reflect on our own journey, um, pre-marriage and, you know, our journey of marriage, we've been together for what, babe, 15? 15 years. 15 years, eight years married. And we've been through so much. Yeah, we have. We have been through a lot. Financial loss, a burglary, like in our house with knives. We've been through just a lot of things. And we, when we reflect and we think, oh my gosh, if we did not have God at the centre of our marriage... We could have been broken. Definitely. We could have easily been broken. And I was going to break it down for my sisters with natural hair who might understand this a little bit better. So Alex, bear with us. Give me two minutes. I will have to bear with you. Yes. <laughs> Just give me two minutes. But honestly, I feel like this analogy helps us to understand why the God's not is so important. Why is the three-stranded cord so important? And, you know, when you think about natural hair, for my sisters who know, Twisting your hair with two strands is so easy and quick and it can look good too, but it can easily unravel. And, you know, especially when you trim or cut your hair. So if an eventuality happens or, you you know, you've got split ends, you need to trim your hair. A trimmed hair, twisted, unravels like nothing. But then a hair that has been plaited, so with three strands, you know, it's so much harder to unravel. And even though you have to, you can as well apply more pressure and to make it tighter, which can be uncomfortable or even sometimes painful. But actually, the result is something that lasts much longer and is much stronger. And even sometimes it can be argued much more beautiful. Girls, you know when your hair is braided up, you've done your weaves, you've done everything. The, the pressure that has been applied, your head, your head is hurting you. But it looks beautiful and it's worth the pain. And I feel like a three-stranded cord is just like that in marriage and the pressures of life can be applied you know things can happen but you don't easily unravel you know you can withstand more and I feel like our marriage babe is a testament and it can really demonstrate that what we've been through the losses that we've had or the pain that we felt you know together with God it's drawn us closer to one another as that pressure has been applied so we've become, we've come out more beautiful rather than being broken yeah no definitely agree um and I, I would say on this podcast you would get us being really honest we're we're going to be real with you tell it how it is 
um, share our experiences. Things that you would never have heard. Never have heard. Um, but what I want to highlight is we will share experiences and we will share lessons learned um, and bring it together to give you wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, babe, you didn't even mention we are also pastors. Yes, we're pastors. We're pastors of a great church, um, a Life City Church, which we started eight months, eight ago. months ago now. Yeah. yeah. Eight months ago. Um, it's going really well by the grace of God. Got fantastic congregation, uh, fantastic A team. God's been good to us. I'm not even going to lie. Honestly, he's been and we amazing. Start, we started it in the heart of our home, yeah. in the kitchen. So there's going to be a lot on, you know, on the podcast as well about, you know, our ministry in the making, you know, leaving our church and, you know, the things that we experienced in, in that as well and the lessons that we've learned and the lessons that hopefully we can share with others that are aspiring to go into ministry um, because that's also a big part of, you know, who we are and we want to share that too. So the first podcast... For the love of money. You guys are thinking, what money? Yes. The first podcast is called For the Love of Money, Cond. And so they ha- this this story is really a story. It's, it's a story of both of us. It's pre-marriage. Yeah. Gearing up to getting to preparing for our wedding. Um, and something happens. Something happens, which could have broken us, to be honest. We it's true. it was it was actually either make or break, but we're still here to tell the tale and we are going to tell the tale. But one thing that as we were thinking about this topic, Alex said, which cracked me up, he was like, that experience, when it happened, I felt like, I, I, okay, I'll, you I'll say. say it. So <laughs> when I, that experience that we're going to share with you, when it happened, I honestly felt like I was in the movie. I was an actor in a movie and I wasn't getting paid for it. Yeah. It was that deep. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting. And trust me, you, you're going to be like, whoa. Whoa. Um, but, but, yeah, yeah. but so here we go, here we go, here we go. So, yeah. babe, tell us, set the scene. What happened? Well, I was a um I was a young entrepreneur mm-hmm. selling a lot of hair at the time. <laughs> Big up reminiscent hair. Reminiscent hair, shout out to Amit Patel, <laughs> business partner. Um and yes, I got this guy on Alibaba contacted me. And said that you wanted to... So someone, someone on Alibaba contacted you? Yeah, someone on Alibaba contacted Did you me. report this, by the way, to Alibaba afterwards? I didn't. Okay, no. but anyway, go on. I was conned that hard that I was, yeah. You I, was in, I was in a coma for a while. <laughs> yeah, you were. Um, so he contacted me and said, look, you know, I want to buy some hair off you. I said, awesome. So he wants to buy £15,000 worth of hair. And you were thinking, ka-ching. I was thinking, this is the day that the Lord has made. But did you tell your business partner? I did. I did. I told him it was okay. a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I did. I told him it was a big deal um, about to happen. Yeah, I did. I did. I did tell him. I would have told him, definitely. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember um, going to meet this guy in Canada Water. Um, we were in a shopping centre, I believe. I yeah, I think the shopping centre. I think there was a Burger King there or so. But yeah, we, we went to the Burger King um, and sat down. He took out his briefcase and had like these samples of hair. And he was like, yeah, I'm looking for the Brazilian and I'm looking for this. So he knew his stuff, the Indian. I was like, yeah, awesome. Um, seemed like a very nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, yeah, you know, let me just take the order. I'm happy to get them to you. So that he, was, he was shipping it to um, Zimbabwe. 
I said, no, that's fine, perfect, we can do that. Um, and then he s- there was a twist in the conversation. Because <laughs> to be honest, when I met him, I was thinking, I was always on my guard. I was like, this guy, if he tries to bring anything other than the deal, I'm not interested. Yeah. I said that in my mind. But then he said to me, oh, brother, um, are you Christian? So I don't know if wow. he has done... I think, I think he has done research on me. Seriously? Yeah, I think he has done some research on me. So the proper con guy. And I'm thinking to research me, I was privileged, but <laughs> I'm not someone that you want to research because um, I have nothing interesting to see online. But anyway, um, he said, you know, brother, you Christian. Or he I might said, just yeah. thought young black male who yeah. seems quite like a nice guy. Mm. I said, yeah. He's like, yeah, um, I, need, I need help. Uh, I've got this family that I sell um, you know, diamonds um, for, and they want to meet my um, buyer. And if they meet my buyer, they'll cut me out and uh, I, you potentially lose an income as well. Um, so I wanted to know whether you could help me out and maybe you just pretend to be the buyer. All you've got to do is just pretend to be the buyer. Yeah, pretend so to be at the buyer. This- point did alarm bells no. did you think i thought i'm not interested in anything else other than hair or you just thought oh. yeah i thought well it's not gonna if he's still gonna buy hair of me if he wants me to pretend to be a buyer yeah like just as long as i don't have to put anything in i don't mind at the time i was thinking i don't mind i don't i don't care so i said okay yeah no problem i mean what do you want me to do he said that yeah just pretend to be the buyer so that like when he meets them that he can say i'm the buyer you've met the person that's it and keep him in the loop. Mm. I said, yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll help you out with that. It's not a problem. It was quite innocent. I mean, I yeah. didn't see anything. I, d- I wasn't doing anything wrong. Mm. Well, I was basically lying. But <laughs> other than that, yeah. it wasn't anything like, yeah, yeah dramatic or so. Um, so I decided to, the next morning, got up, went to go meet him. Because I remember, I think, being in my room... The evening, I think you were like, oh, Jen, this guy's contacted me. I remember you just being like, excited. Yeah, like, yeah, deal yeah, the evening, yeah. Um, he seems really cool, this and that. And I remember... Yeah. I was yeah. thinking wedding money. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah basically, you know, £15,000 worth of hair. I was like, boy, you know, payday. But anyway, um, we, next morning, gone out to meet him in Waterloo. And we went to go and meet the spire in quotes. No, sorry. The, um, the family who, yeah, want to buy... Yeah. The, the diamonds um, and we sat down it looked everything looked normal looked more than normal like, I didn't see anything wrong the guy was in a suit um, sat down and then he just says yeah you know um, he's been working with this guy for a long time he always just wanted to know who the buyer was and, and I was just sitting there pretending to be the buyer I was thinking if he asked me any questions about diamonds, boy, this is going to blow in our faces like yeah. <laughs> no man's business. But um, he was just like, yeah, um, I want to give you the rock, which was a diamond, yeah. um, to get it valued. Something along those lines, to get it valued at, uh, and then I'll, I'll purchase it. Yeah, well, yeah, take this along. And then I'll, I'll purchase it. So uh, something along those lines. Mm. Um, so I went off with this guy and he said to me, okay, we need to go to the actual buyer. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not, he said, now we need to go to the actual buyer to tell them that this is what they're proposing. Yeah. 
so that you can get the money. Mm. Um, and I said, okay, that's fine. You, I was saying to myself, so you're going to do that, yeah? Like, what do you need me to? And then another twist came in and he was like, oh, um, he's left his money at the hotel. So it will take him ages to go yeah. and come. So, but can I lend him some money? Yeah. So at this point, you weren't thinking... At this point, I ain't going to lie. I wasn't thinking. I was just thinking... Uh, I, then I was thinking... At first, I was thinking, mm, dude, why is this guy asking me? I was thinking, you got the money, so... <laughs> yeah. But then again, I thought, he's got the money, so maybe he'll be able to pay me back. I don't know what came over me, honestly. Because I remember, like, you talking to me, like, oh, Jen... Because I remember being at work, you're like, Jen, this is happening. And I felt like they even hypnotised you. You just I seemed like... Did. I think they did. You weren't in your psyche at all. Yeah, I think they did. I called my cousin and I said, hey, you know... Um, are you able to give me £10,000? Even the things that I was saying, I think he was thinking, are you mad? <laughs> like, for what? And I was just like, there's a deal that's about to happen. I'm about to get like £38,000 because that's what they valued the, the, the Jewish lady yeah. who is also fake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, yeah. she valued it at like £38,000. So, but no, she valued it at 70000 So I'm just, they're just giving free numbers at me. Yeah. So I was just like, hmm, okay. Um, well, all right. Let me, let me see what I could do. Then I called you and I said, Jen, this is what the deal is. And you were adamant that, no, do you trust these people? I said, yes. And I said, I, I, was, I, thinking, I, I, I was thinking, I was thinking, 10K. I'll, yeah, and I was thinking, uh, that's our, like, our deposit for our house. Like, yeah. I was thinking, nah, bruv. <laughs> and then I, then I took it down to 5Ks, no, seven and a half, because yeah. he kept saying, oh, can you get seven and a yeah, half? I was thinking, but it never even clicked, why is he going lower? Yeah. And he's like, are you sure you're five? I said, look, you know, I've spoken to my um, friend and she said she can, send, she can give me uh, two and a half thousand pounds. Uh, he's like, oh, can't you get five? The way he was pushing it, because he was pushing it to say that we have to give something for this guy yeah. to hold as a deposit. Yeah. So that we know that mm. it's not. So um, I was like, okay. I was like, fine. I'll, I'll try and get like two and a half because I can't get the five. Um, and then I came to meet you and then, yeah, I guess you, you, you tell them what you well, saw in yeah, my eyes. Yeah, no, because I, I think on the phone, I was just like, Alex, no, like the money that we have or the money that, yeah, is just, it's for our house. Because it was November, I think. And we were in yeah. the process of like looking for a house to buy before we got married. I was like, no way, like I'm not risking 10K. But I could see that you weren't even listening to what I was saying. I could see that there was nothing I could do. Because you're even, but I think you're on the phone, you're getting like agitated with me, like Jen, like Jen, I just need the money. Like, stop asking me bad questions. I think I can tell. So I was like, okay, fine, meet me. Because I remember you came to meet me yeah. at work, mm-hmm. like on my road of my work, and Did I could she? see your eyes were like, was the guy even around? Was he near there or no? He wasn't. So you came on your own. I came on my. I took a taxi to you. And yeah, you took a taxi to me, but I could see that you, your eyes were like. I could see that you kind of like took the money and was like, okay, bye, Jen. I'll, I'll let you know how it goes later. But you just, I, I had this sinking feeling that this it's is not, wrong. this is going to go wrong. Like, this is oh so not right. Like, this is such a con. Like, I could see it. I could feel it. And I know people might be thinking, why did you give him the money then? But I could see in you that this was like, I had to just let you make your own mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I think a part of that came from probably who you were before you got saved. Like, that yeah. quick money making, yeah. love of money thing. Yeah. Even though now you were saved, but mm. 
a temptation came up yeah. and it was still under the surface. Mm. Um, but you, your eyes were green. I couldn't do nothing. So yeah. I remember I gave you the money with the envelope. I, took, I went to the bank, took out the money, gave you the money. And then you went off. Went off and met up with the guy. Said I got the money. Sat down with the other guy. He said it was in the brown paper, so yeah. he had the brown paper, the rock. So we kind of like exchanged yeah. in Weatherspoon, um, which is again I didn't think it was weird. And he was like, "Okay, so it's like a it, public place." You yeah, felt. so it's like now I've given it to you. Yeah. Um, you can now go and sell it. Yeah. And you know, get go back to the Jewish lady and get the money. Yeah. yeah. Basically, um, and I was just like, "Yeah, payday. This is awesome. That nice and easy." Um, and then the guy told me, oh, yeah, he's going to go to the toilet. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Never saw him again. That was the last time I saw the dude. I called him, called him, couldn't get through to him. I was thinking, where's this guy? I went to the toilet. I can't even remember his name. I was calling his name. But where was the other guy? Was it just... Or was just yeah, just... I, I had the rock. Yeah. I had given them the money. Yeah. Because they were obviously working But together. was it two of them? It was two of them. But so they both went to the toilet. That's what I'm trying to understand. No. The other one, he went off because he's done. The, so the one that I met originally. Yeah, yeah he yeah. went to the toilet. No, the one that was buying the hair off me. Yeah. He went to the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. The one that I uh, met originally in the restaurant. Yeah. He just went off somewhere else. Yeah. Like he just. He's he's done. Like, yeah, yeah, he's done. done. Yeah. And then the other one was like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to go back and see the other lady. So let's go to the toilet. And then I couldn't get hold of, get hold of him. Called the other guy because I had the number for the when other When I think guy. about it now, my heart is beating because it's taking me back to that moment. And then I was just like, where's... I called him. I finally got through to him. I said, where are you? Like, what's going on? Where are you? He's like, oh, there's police in the area. They, they saw what we're doing and they, they think it's dodgy. So get out of the area. Get out, get out, get out. So he made me just leave the area. Like, I wasn't even thinking. I just scattered. I ran. I didn't even know. I, I think I ended up in Waterloo Station and I, was, I saw police there and I thought they were coming after me. I thought they were looking. I was so paranoid. It was like I had taken drugs. No, I hadn't even taken anything. So they had so so they give you anything to drink or eat, like when you met the Jewish lady. Oh good question. You can't remember? No, I can't remember. I don't think I did. I don't think I would have taken anything. Oh, okay, okay. But maybe in the restaurant maybe I might have. But I remember like because we, had, to, we mm. had someone's birthday to go to that evening, one of my friends. Yeah. And I remember the tension between us was just like... It was, yeah, it was it bad. It was bad. I, re- I realised... I didn't even realise I'd been conned until I got back to South London. I called Lem. Yeah. He was at Golders. And I still had this rock. And I said to him, look, I, I kept calling him. And he was speaking to me. And he said that, oh, yeah, we'll meet up tomorrow. Can you, are you able to get the other half? And I was like... Because he, that was the half for the first 38,000. Yeah, 000, I wish he said, yeah, and we had just, like, set him up. Yeah, this is the thing. But I don't know, I, I just, I think, yeah, my emotions got the best of me. And I was just like, I sat there, it clicked when I was, I think I was, when I was in Golda's house. And I was like, I don't even know what this is. Like, what is this? How much is this worth? And if it's worth that much, why is he giving it to me to hold? Yeah. And then still... I guess when we met up, we, I think you knew that this is not, this is not good. Um, and it was, it was, I guess, yeah, like you said, there was tension between us. Yeah, and I think at that point, I was thinking, I don't know if I can marry you. Yeah. Because I remember I was like, 
I need space from you because I don't know <laughs> whether I can trust you. Like yeah. this, this thing to a quick deal. It was a it was wild. It was a lot for me, and it was like I had given that money that I felt like you didn't mm. even try and protect that. Yeah. And when I think about it now, it makes me feel emotional. It becomes so. I literally, I felt like I had forgotten about that, but. I don't even know how did we. I think Golda begs for you, boy. I think Golda begs for you, boy. Golda, shout, shout out to Golda. Golda begs for you because I was like, no. Because I told Golda, just tell her I'm so sorry because you didn't want to speak to I me. I couldn't speak. I couldn't speak to you. I couldn't. Yeah. I was like, how could you? Because I knew, I knew when I was giving you that money. I knew it. It was very amateur. And it was literally like that scripture which says, "The love of oh, money man. is the root of evil." It was like. You hadn't gotten over that love of money that was in the world. But I tried to... I, I think when it hit home is when I went to Hatton Gardens with Lem. And I, I tried to sell it off to try and get the money back. Yeah. And they were like, what is this? You can find <laughs> this at Brighton Beach. My heart sank. I called a guy um, and then he wasn't picking up. I texted him saying, you're con eyes. I'm going to get you. I'm going to kill you. I was so <laughs> angry. I was so angry. I was like... But why he's do you like, oh, you police? can't do anything. Because, to be honest... I wasn't like I didn't I wouldn't ever go to the police for anything though. I was still of that mindset. Yeah. I was safe, but I was still of that mindset that you don't trust. Them. I don't trust. I don't even trust the police because of what I've seen in my, yeah. my past and like what they've done yeah. to friends and etc. So I wasn't even going to go to them. So I so just you were I like, had to take it out. You were like the perfect like the perfect profile victim. And had you had more money, like ten k, would have been even more painful. Thank God it was only 2,500. Yeah, yeah. But at that time, that was a lot of money. Especially when we were thinking about yeah, a wedding. Exactly. So I guess the, the main point here is it's just being foolish. But I think, I think also it's about what is actually underneath. Yeah. Under the surface before you get saved or you think yeah. that you've dealt with. Yeah. And actually the, your heart, actually God needs to mm. deal with those things yeah. because I think that was probably... The turning point in your life where mm. that love of money probably died. Yeah. <laughs> when you realise that I haven't dealt with this. Mm. I can't be of that mindset of a quick deal. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of, um, I guess, with David. In that he was king, he was anointed. But even as an anointed king, king sorry, he had lust problems. Mm. Um that he didn't, he didn't really deal with. Mm. And when he was in the place of influence, that came out mm. and it got the better of him. Mm. So like you're saying, it's important for us to deal with our issues from the inception. Mm. Like when we get saved, let's be open about it. This is what I'm struggling with. Mm. Because just because you're saved and just because you're anointed, doesn't, the anointed doesn't take away issues. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't. The anointed is there to empower you and cause you to do great works, mm. but it doesn't necessarily take away issues. That's something that you need to work on, yeah. that you need to call on God for. Yeah. Um, and I felt that, thank God he highlighted it to me because I was taking that potentially into marriage. Mm. I could have lost, I could have made us lose maybe 100K. Mm. <laughs> God, thank God it was 2,500, but it could have been even worse. Mm. So I think that's the lesson there that before you go into marriage, before... You go into a relationship, even when you're saved, just in general, when you're yeah. saved, 
deal with the issues that are within those sleeping mm, what's giant, giant well what's, what's the word sleeping sleeping cells sleeping cells sleeping cells those. yeah sleeping cells um that will wake up mm. and cost you yeah definitely because god is not mocked and it is kind of like you know sometimes you think you dealt you you've done yeah. you dealt with things but you you really haven't and you know there's a scripture that says confess your sins one to another so that you may be yes. healed james five sixteen. james five sixteen. So, so that you may be healed mm. and you came to christ you were mm. in a church you mm. were getting discipled but yeah. no one really asked you what are the things that you're struggling with what do you need help yeah. with where are your last problems where are your issues yeah and that was something that you needed to deal with and work yeah. through um but you just kind of said oh i'm saved now so that that that's yeah. no longer my problem but when the yeah. enemy reared his ugly head, mm. you went literally like straight into yeah. the trap. I think part of that is as well is, is because we don't surrender everything mm. to Jesus at the cross. I feel that certain areas we still want to hold on to mm. um, or we act in ignorance and feel that I'm not re- I don't really have that problem. Mm. It's not really an issue. I don't need to surrender it. Mm. But like we said, when it raises its ugly head, it opens your eyes. And by God's grace, it didn't, it didn't cost me that much. Mm. Um, could have cost you me. It yeah, exactly. That's why I'm saying it didn't cost me that much. Mm. Um, because we're together. But boy, that was a gamble, man. And I felt, but God's grace, I'm mm. telling you, his grace, you know, picked me up and... Yeah, everything I have today could have I, I could not be walking in that today <laughs> because of the silly decisions mm. that I made so we have to make decisions with wisdom mm. and we have to be yeah we just we have to be honest with ourselves mm. honesty yeah is key definitely and I think Probably people are thinking, Jenny, so how did you get to that point where you trusted him again? again. And you did it for a while, though. No, I didn't. I did it, to you be honest. I was like, oh, boy, like, yeah, no. But I, think I don't I, even trust myself. I, that, I think it's part of the reason why I let you lead on a lot of things. Yeah, because I think after that, you felt wounded. <laughs> yeah, and I, was, I wasn't ready to take another hit. Yeah. I couldn't take another hit. But, but I felt, I knew when I handed you that money that this was, this was going to go sour. I mm. knew. I could see that your eyes were different. Like, I don't know what they did to you, but it was like they had cast a spell on you. Um, but I knew it was something that I had to let you make the mistake. Mm. I don't know. It was like... Yeah. And I thank God, actually, that I did because I don't mm. think that you would have been healed of that yeah. love of money. Yeah. If I hadn't, because mm. yeah. it was in you that... Because who you were before you came to Christ was like this guy, quick deal, you can yeah. sell anything, you yeah. can get anything. Yeah. Um, and I think it was important that you really, it was like, you opened your eyes. Mm. Whoa, yeah. is this who I am? Yeah. Even in Christ. And I think mm. you felt that. Mm. Did you go to God? Like, did you pray about it? How did you forgive I yourself? Did, I, I, or did I, you feel sh- like, yeah, how did you deal with I, that? I think I remember going to a youth meeting and testifying and saying that God has revealed to me something that had been killing me for a long time mm. and I think people thought that I was actually I had health problems but <laughs> it wasn't 
it wasn't that because I remember there was somebody that came to me and says, oh, "Is everything okay? Like, you know, <laughs> what is it? Is that health problems?" I was like, "Boy, it's bigger than that, man. It's spiritual problems. <laughs> yeah. It's bigger than health problems." Um, and yeah. I was saying that, yeah, it's it's something that I didn't, I haven't dealt with, and it's cost me, and I need God to help me. Yeah. You just you got to be honest. And at the time, I was, you know, I was leading worship. Mm. I was a prayer warrior. Mm. I was at the forefront of church. Yeah, you you were their poster kid. Yeah, like I was there at bad, church. I, well, bad boy gone good. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. From the, the streets of Brixton, From walked street, into church, exactly. gave your life to Christ. You were the poster kid. Exactly, but you had these issues in your heart. I had these issues in my heart, and. You know, no one, no one sees what goes on in the heart except for God and yourself. Mm. And later on, if you don't deal with it, others will see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you have God's good where he gives you the opportunity to deal with it. And I think how you deal with it is you bring it before him. Mm. God, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm struggling with. I need your help. I yeah. need your guidance. And then... His grace, which is sufficient for us, will help us in in our weakness. Mm. But then when we hide it from from others and we hide it, try in quotes, hide it from God, Mm. it's only going to cost you. Yeah. So on that, thank you for sharing. I know it's not easy. Like even now, like it's bringing it out. I don't know. I feel my heart is beating. My heart was beating a little bit as well. Just And it was what, like how many years ago? like nine. what nine years, nine ago. years ago and i'd forgotten about it but yeah, talking ago. about it it feels painful a little bit like i feel like god mm. please give us that 2005 back even though like in the grand scheme of things we've got so much more money than that yeah, but i feel yeah. like god but then there was a lesson that was learned from that mm. and a new alex that was birthed from that exactly. which is worth more than 2500 yeah but thank you guys for listening i hope you learned something from that um But yeah, God bless you and see you soon. See you soon.